Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast. It's Saturday, 31st of October. It's coming very close to midnight, so this might come out on the 1st, in which case, pinch punch. Happy Halloween, everyone, and what a Halloween. The government decided to give us a trick instead of a treat, and the UK is staring down the barrel of a second lockdown for four weeks, starting on Thursday. So enjoy your last gasps of some freedom while you can. uh, It is what it is at this point. The sooner we just ride this through, the sooner we hopefully ride this through. I thought I'd try to be brief on this episode because I've been rather not brief for the most of this week. So I'm just going to do a quick kind of recap of the week, particularly the fact that I'm still getting used to recording these episodes in one take, in one go. I make notes for the stuff I want to talk about, but there's something about having hit record where sometimes my notes just get a bit blurry and I only realise after I've published that there's stuff I wanted to mention that I forgot. So quickly going back, the Spotify episode, I forgot to mention in trying to pass whether it's a, a healthy or unhealthy thing for my musical appetite. A couple of things I forgot to mention were one... I can find myself wondering why do I listen to certain things? Am I listening to discover something new? To Like I mentioned, listening on my terms versus listening on the artist's terms. But another thing that tends to come into mind is that I'm just listening to say that I've listened. I'll quickly play through an album just so I can say I've listened to it and have an opinion on it. I imagine some people do that so they can be first to share a review on it like give their hot take on it rather than actually just appreciate it for what it is. A lot of music can feel very disposable and it's there to serve your purpose rather than anything further. Another thing is that Spotify once upon a time had a chat feature. So on Spotify, you can follow people. And when you follow people, if you listen on the desktop version, on the right hand side, you can see what some of the people you follow are listening to as they listen to it but you can't do anything else with them. Once upon a time, you could start a chat with them. They removed that feature ages ago, and now it feels a bit like you're a stalker with your nose pressed up against the glass, watching as someone you follow listens to something that you think is cool. You can listen to it as well. as You can actually just press play on their profile and you can listen to their so the song they're listening to right there and then. But there's no way to tell them you're listening to it, to tell them I like your choice, maybe you might like this. There's just an inherent distance there. Once upon a time, you could open up a chat with them and say, hey, that song's really cool, have you heard this song, or something like that. I suppose you could try on social media to find someone with the same username in the hopes of finding that person, but for the most part, you're you're doomed to just watch from a distance. It would be nice if there was some way to fill that gap. In other things that I've missed, also... I did some thank yous in a previous episode this week of people who have reached out and said hello and let me know they're listening. One person I forgot to mention is Joe. Hello, Joe. I think you were one of the first to say, hey, it's cool you're doing episodes again. How are you doing? And thank you for doing that. And sorry for not saying thank you and hello previously along with everyone else. Ben, the same Ben who saw Phoenix with me on an episode earlier this week, upon hearing my block party episode, he sent me a video of him playing the bass guitar to Block Party song Plans. And he absolutely kills it. Ben, bravo, I take my hat off to you. You, are, you kick butt on the bass. Thank you for that video. And sorry for not replying to you sooner. 
As well, on that block party note, one thing I really forgot to mention, as well as how much I really, really enjoy the album, the post-punk influences and so on, I forgot to mention the importance of just Kelly, the whole band in general, but particularly Kelly. At a time when all of the big bands were talking, Franz Ferdinand, he's... Oh, I'm grasping at straws here to try and remember bands from that era. Why is it taking so long? Franz Ferdinand, yeah, 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 The Strokes, Interpol, Editors, uh, The Rakes, uh, We Are Scientists, uh, I'm surprised it's this, The Kooks, whole bunch of interesting guitar bands happening. Weren't many people that looked like me on the covers of magazines of, of NME or Q. But, I mean, there was Gary, who's the drummer for the Libertines. There is the band TV on the radio. But with this block party, particularly with this band, they were front and centre in amongst all of this. And it felt really empowering to see someone who looked like me in amongst this milieu, in amongst this crowd. Because there's definitely a sense of... Uh, feeling like I couldn't do what they were doing. <clears throat> Ignore that. Just by default, because there was no one that looked like me up there. It's almost as if there was an unwritten rule that you had to be a skinny white guy who looks good in skinny jeans and has a good head of hair and a bunch of tattoos to kind of fit in with that crowd. And I tick none of those boxes. But seeing Kelly up there, a British person of African descent child of African immigrants, surname like a bit like mine where if you aren't, well, I can imagine he probably had an experience like me where you had teachers mispronouncing your name when they did the register at school, which also takes me back to the song Chila, which was one of my songs of the day in a previous episode. But yeah, I didn't mention how important it felt to see someone that looked like me in amongst the crowd of capital R rock stars around that time. So that's one of the many reasons I'm grateful to Block Party. And also that album still kicks butt. If you haven't listened to it yet, go ahead and listen to it. What else did I miss? Oh, Monday's episode about Clubhouse. I still haven't received an invite. So if anyone knows anyone who is part of the website Clubhouse, please throw them my way so I can try and get myself in there as well. Oh, when talking about seeing what your friends are listening to on Spotify, there's someone I follow named Lauren who is listening to the song Scarlet's Field by The Horrors, which would be a fitting choice of song for today's Halloween episode. The band is called The Horrors, what's more Halloween than that? And it's a really cool shoegazy song. But pipping them to the post, oh, uh, yeah, why not? Today's song is called Axolotl. It's by a band called The Veils. I believe they are of Australian descent, possibly New Zealand. Forgive me if I'm incorrect. But I first heard this song on the soundtrack for the TV show Twin Peaks The Return, which was a TV show that I watched while I was doing open mics. I'd get back about midnight, half midnight, 1am, plug my headphones into the TV and thus have to sit quite close to the TV and watch the latest episode. Really dark, engrossing, confusing, captivating. I, it's maybe a bit of an acquired taste, but I really enjoyed Twin Peaks and Twin Peaks The Return. In fact, I watched the original Twin Peaks, which came out in the early 90s, so that I could watch Twin Peaks The Return and try to understand what it was all about. So that is today's song, and I think just, just a cursory listen to that song will make it pretty clear why it's a great choice for a Halloween song. I'm going dark and 
I'm going dark obsidian, axolotl amphibian. What a cool opening lyric. As far as me, I haven't really done much today. It's been a weird day. I am up to season four, episode 15 of Bob's Burgers, where the kids try, try, try. When I was younger, I couldn't say my R's. Every now and then, that comes back, which really sucks when the letter R makes up a third of your first name. I just watched the episode, season four, episode 15 of Bob's Burgers, where the kids rob a train. I have started watching Lucifer by popular demand of the household <laughs> and the people that work with that all say Lucifer's really good. And the show's grown on me. I just finished watching season one, episode five. And tomorrow is the first of the month. And I will tell you more about my plans for November in tomorrow's episode. As for today, thank you as always to listening. Thank you sincerely to anyone who is listening. My Anchor app tells me there's about 22 listeners, roughly. So thank you, times 22. I really appreciate anyone that's listening. This is very much still just me trying to get my confidence back, getting used to doing this every day, trying to keep it part of the routine. Hopefully in November, I'll do, I'll build upon this. But thank you for joining me in this. It feels weird to say thank you for joining me on this early part of the journey, considering this is episode 254 that I'm sharing with you. But sincerely, thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. Take care. I know I just said goodbye, but there's something I forgot to mention. So there's a video I came across which had me, which both tugged up my heartstrings and made me really scratch my head in confusion at the same time. It's on YouTube. I was searching for the song Fingias by Paloma Mami, which I think I've mentioned on this podcast before, but if not, it's a really good song. And I found a review of the song by a YouTuber called Lewis Shawcross. I watched it. He was kind of a bit of a fan of the song. Not too much, though. And then I found another video by him, which is a review of the song Rene by Residente. Essentially, Lewis Shawcross seems to be a guy in Manchester who currently is reviewing Latin American music's, music, like songs and music videos. And it, I couldn't help but wonder how did this come to be? He himself talks about how a lot of the music he's reviewing is sung in Spanish, so he doesn't understand the lyrics. He doesn't understand the lyrics. Why did that sound like weird grammar? But he gives really in-depth reviews. And in this particular video, which I'll post a link to, where it's a song Rene by Residente, he he gets teary-eyed. He starts crying whilst watching the video. And you see it all happen in real time. It's He's he's really invested. He's really passionate. I guess he's very empathetic as well. So I was both thinking, why? how did this come to be? There's some guy in Manchester in what looks like the, I don't know, a greenhouse or a conservatory of his house is sat watching Latin American music videos and reviewing them. And he has like 300,000 subscribers. So he's not doing this to no one. And it, it, the whole thing was baffling. And this video in particular is about 20 minutes. The music video is seven minutes. And it's a really heartfelt music video about the, the performer's past his whole life story, both the highs and the lows. Lewis pauses the song at certain points because it just really cuts into him. And whilst I was, yeah, confused about how this concept came to be, there was something about seeing someone react so unashamedly and so just raw. It wasn't, there was no performance to it, no artifice. This was just how he knee-jerk reacted reacted to this video and yeah there was something powerful about seeing that happen in real time also i in a fit of nostalgia found myself watching the video for rather be 
by Clean Bandit featuring Jess Glynn. And it got me a little bit teary-eyed. It just, there's something about that video. I remember the time when that song was everywhere because it felt as though as soon as it got out, it instantly felt like it was being overplayed. But with good reason, because it's it's such a, a simple, harmless, sweet, lovable song. And when you watch the video as well, it just seems so innocent and just wholesome. And it casts my mind back to a time that just seems so distant and so so much simpler compared to how things are now. And I, I don't know where the emotion came from, but watching that video back, I just thought, oh man, man, times are once so much calmer than they are now. How did we get here? And I can't believe we once were there. Just thought I'd share that. Anyway, now I'm saying goodbye. This won't be another 20-minute episode. Tomorrow will be a good 40 minutes, the way I like it. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.